beautiful day in the seven cities. I'm Brady Parkins. And I'm Charlie Wise. And this is a Seven Stakes podcast. It's conference championship week. Yes, it is. It's not exactly the matchups we were looking for, but should have a couple good games on hand here. Some crazy games last week. I thought the Bucks were dead in the water and ended up storming back. And then they decided not to cover Cooper Cup. Nope, decided not to cover the leading receiver this season. So Clearly didn't work out too well for him. It, it felt like, you know, I was up and down that game. I was like, oh, if they're coming back, you know, it's just going to be, we might actually get our Super Bowl picks right. They might both make it. And then, yeah, Cooper Cup. Came crashing down pretty quick. Broke our hearts. And then again, the Bills. We, I was hoping we said the Bills were most likely going to win Super Bowl. And 13 seconds left. Can't count Pat Mahomes out. It's crazy. Both of those games that came down to a coaching decisions at the end, and I think both both the coaches that we picked to get there kind of let their teams down at the end of those ones. That's super unfortunate. Props to anybody who had uh, Gabriel Davis over was it three? Touch- three touch- he had he had four, right? Did he get his fourth? He might have. He was going crazy. Who whoever had him over three touchdowns? Props to you because you deserve the money if you guessed that. I guess. I There's, you had no business putting that bet in, but it worked out. It was probably somebody with a crippling gambling addiction, just like, you know what, I'm going to hit this one bet, and if it doesn't hit, I'm done gambling forever. And, it, of course, it hit, so. Send out the Hail Mary. We've all been there, unfortunately. Pretty terrible week last week. I think, overall... Yeah. It was just the weekend for underdogs. Yeah, definitely weekend for underdogs and weekend that we did not pick very many underdogs. No, I mean... The one underdog we did pick didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually how it goes, right? <laughs> the Chiefs were the only favorite that won in the uh, divisional round of the playoffs. So that was pretty... It was incredibly depressing. Um, one weekend you're not on all the dogs and they all happen it's crazy when <laughs> both of our college basketball favorites lost yeah but both, both title fights in the ufc the underdog won which, and then three or four underdogs in the uh playoffs won incredible <laughs> yeah incredibly <laughs> dumb <laughs> just a, one of those weird years in the playoffs man and if if the Chiefs wouldn't have won, it would have been how many years since there was no one or two seeds in the conference final? It would have been so long. A long time. It's already been a little while since there's been no one seeds in it. Incredible. So to take out ones and twos would be pretty nuts. It, it Crazy playoffs for sure. We had a terrible weekend. We're not even going to touch on it at all. We've got some conference bets coming up here. Starting out, we've got the Chiefs versus the Bengals. The Bengals who've been breaking our hearts all season. <laughs> yes they have and we're still i guess we haven't learned maybe but we're, <laughs> we're going against them again picking the chiefs minus seven it's minus 110 on DraftKings. sorry to all your friends and family in ohio big Bengals fans but maybe it's a good thing maybe they're probably rooting for us to keep betting against them because it's working out yeah chad's paying me on the side to <laughs> uh bet against them so they actually win <laughs> all right yeah so We'd like the Chiefs to win this game. I think overall they're the better team. They've got some good injury news this week. They're getting cornerback Rashad Fenton back. 
sounds like Tyron Matthews going to be back from his concussion. You know, concussions seem to not linger around as long in the postseason. It's funny how that works. <laughs> <laughs> so if you look over, we went back and looked at the past 10 years of conference championship games, and there's only been one occasion where the team with a better ranked offense and defense lost in that game. Coming into this one, Chiefs are the fourth-ranked offense, eighth-ranked defense. Bengals are the seventh-ranked offense and the 17th-ranked defense. So Chiefs have the upper hand in both of those. So for that reason, we like them to win this game. They're also at home in this one. Over those past 10 years, home teams are 14-6 and six, straight up. And then the winners, this is any team winning, regardless of you know favorite, underdog, whoever. The winners are 14 excuse me, 16 and four against the spread over those 10 years. So when teams win in the conference championship, they're generally covering the spread too. So we like the chiefs. And for that reason, we're going to be taking them minus seven too. Some we've got two more chiefs Bengals bets here. First one is going to be Jamar chase. Anytime touchdown score at plus 100 on DraftKings. 11 times in 19 games, the Chiefs have allowed at least one touchdown to the opposing team's leading receiver. Jamar Chase has been the leading receiver on his team eight times this season, and that's on a pretty stacked wide receiver court. T. Higgins had a run there that was really, I think, underappreciated that we were going back looking, and he was having multi, was it, 85-plus-yard receiving games? Oh, yeah. he had. There was a stretch there where he had – at least like three or four hundred yard games in a row looked like and then I, just, I didn't remember him going off like that in regular season but he did yeah and they have tyler boyd too as well who can also put up numbers but eight times he's led their team in receiving yards he also has the most touchdowns on their team with 12 um <laughs> the chiefs have allowed at least one td to receivers in every game this season jamar chase had remember what well, it if you'd have to have a pretty short memory not to remember him scoring three touchdowns against them in the game earlier this season, which really decided just to end our division bets. So it really hurts to bring that back up. This has been the longest drought without a TD for him this season so far. So I expect them to just did what they did last time they played, target him as much as they possibly can, and him showing why he's so talented and why he is going to win rookie offensive player of the year. Yeah. Good thing that you called him to be a, a bust. You and Les Miles have no faith in this guy. <laughs> he fooled us all. We have to admit that he fooled us all preseason with the drops and then him making the comment about the ball not having stripes on it. That I think that was 100% intentional by Jamar Chase to throw us all off his scent so he could have an absolute... Well, it's the best rookie season as a wide receiver ever. So... He he threw us off the scent. I I think that was completely intentional by him and props to him for be, having such a great season. I will never bet against him. The probably the rest of my betting career because he, <laughs> he'll probably just hurt me. Going on here, we got Cincinnati and Kansas City over sixteen and a half second quarter points at minus one sixteen on Fanduel. Kansas City is ranked tenth. 10th in second quarter points while Cincinnati is ranked sixth. They both average just over eight and a half second quarter points. Kansas City's last five games, they've averaged 10.8 points in the second quarter while Cincinnati's averaged 10.2. The first time they played, they had a scoring explosion in the second quarter. It was 24 second quarter points scored combined with both of them. 
And the Chiefs have had four times this season where they've scored 21 points by themselves in the second quarter. So this seems like an easy bet here. I think as much as I don't want it to be a shootout and I want the Chiefs to really just blow them out, I think this is going to turn into a shootout, especially in the first half. So we're hammering this Chiefs, Bengals, over 16.5 second quarter points, minus 116 on FanDuel. All right, we'll go ahead and move on to the afternoon game here. Going to get the Rams going up against the 49ers. And we're going to be taking the Rams minus, <clears throat> minus three and a half in this one. It's minus 105 on DraftKings. We went back, we looked at how often a team has beaten an opponent three times in a season. And you know, if you go back pretty far, it happened pretty decent amount. But then once you get to 2009, that's the last time that a team's beat an opponent three times in one season. Kind of. I think we kind of credited that to all the analytics of the game now people are really learning from every single matchup making it a little bit harder to be able to repeat with the same success three times in a row so 49ers obviously won both in the regular season taking the rams to win this one here <clears throat> top of that so before last season the bucks obviously made it to the super bowl one as a wild card team you had to go back to 2010 for the last wild card to make it to the super bowl and that was the packers so history's not really on the 49ers side here to get there and we already talked about home teams uh you know 14 and 6 over the past 10 years in conference championships and when a team wins they're usually covering the spread so we like the rams covering in this one moving on we've got three player props for this late game here we've got debo samuel anytime td minus 105 on bet mgm he scored three times so far this season against the Rams. He had one game where he had a rushing and a receiving TD, and then one the other game he only had a rushing TD. The Rams have allowed a rushing TD in 14 out of 19 games this season and eight out of nine home games specifically. San Fran has averaged just over one rushing touchdown in their 19 games this season. Debo accounts for 37% of San Fran's 27, I'm sorry, 22 rushing touchdowns with eight. And that's being listed as a wide receiver, which is crazy. That's why ultimately we decided to go with him because he can also score at wide receiver, which he's had six receiving touchdowns so far this season. And he is the, I don't know. You told me you don't think this is a correlation, but I'm still throwing it out there. I think that people need to know this. Anytime <laughs> they've played in a dome this season, Debo Samuel has scored. And if he scores this week in the dome, I'm riding all over the walls in here. Hey, if he, if he scores in the Dome again, we'll bet him to score every single game next season they play in a Dome. I don't know. <laughs> it's got it's to be, be some weird correlation, but that's what I found. I love Debo Samuel here, especially at minus 105. I'm hammering it. <laughs> next player prop we're going with in this game. It's Matt Stafford over a half interception. It's minus 110 on DraftKings. And each of the past two meetings with the 49ers he threw two interceptions in those games i think you can credit that to the fact that the 49ers get a good pass rush without having to blitz much matt stafford's the best quarterback in the league against the blitz he's it's kind of part of the reason why he had so much success against the bucks last week but the way you can kind of force him into some errors is to have guys sit back in coverage let your front four get pressure on them it's exactly what the 49ers have been able to do. I expect they should be able to do that again. They had the fifth highest pass rush win rate this season. So I think they'll have that same kind of level of success. And he also hasn't had a three-game stretch this whole season without an interception. He hasn't thrown one in the first two rounds of the playoffs, so I think he's due for one here. 
And our last player prop of the week, one that's a little different than anything we've done this season. I don't think we've done a kicker prop at I, any other point. We definitely have researched one, but I don't think we actually ever yeah, pulled we never, the trigger. Yeah, we didn't ever pull the trigger on it. So we're going with Matt Gay over one and a half field goals. It's minus 105 at BetMGM. He's hit this mark in 14 and 19 games this season, and he's only missed three field goals on the whole season. We think the 49ers, they've got a good enough defense that I think we could see some Rams drive stalling out in the red zone, forcing them to kick a couple field goals, and that's it. Short and sweet for that one. Not a lot to talk about for a kicker, but we do like him to get two field goals. Yeah, and we we burned some sage in here before the podcast today in the studio here, and hopes that it gives us some better luck this week. We had to figure out some way to get rid of this curse. Uh, Ever I, since we talked about our record back like halfway through the NFL season, it hasn't been good. Sorry to everybody that's going to be listening next season because we will not be mentioning our record as a whole. We'll mention it every week, and then you guys can go through and add it up if you'd like, but we're not going to say it over these never mics. Never making that mistake again. Yeah, terrible. But the sage, the smell, I like it in here now. It yeah, smells a little different vibe in here. Yeah, very good. Um, I think it smells it's a little bit like Thanksgiving. It, it does. It's weird. <laughs> I, hey, I didn't eat breakfast this morning, so I'm kind of hungry, so that's probably why I like the smell of it. But it's going to bring us good luck. And just to recap here, we've got Debo Samuel, anytime touchdown at minus 105. Jamar Chase, anytime touchdown on DraftKings at plus 100. Cincinnati and Kansas City over 16.5 second quarter points at minus 116 on FanDuel. Matt Stafford to throw an interception. Matt Gay over 1.5 field goals. Chiefs minus 7 and Rams minus 3.5. Let's win some money this week and let's break this curse. Sure hope so. Y'all have a great weekend. I'm Brady Parkins. I'm Charlie Wise. And this is Seven Stakes Podcast. Thanks for listening. See you guys for Super Bowl week.